Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 34 of Pigskin's Picks. As always, I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Ryan. And you're probably wondering what the heck happened and why is Dave doing the intro? Well, folks, if you remember what happened last episode, we did have the biggest game in the college football season occur. And one of us, I don't know who, I think it's still difficult to know who, one of us, Archie, was playing in the national championship. And one of us may have won the national championship. And I think that is me. My team won the national championship. No, Ryan, Ryan, I got to ask, how sweet does it feel to finally get one? Uh, it almost, it still feels a little surreal. I know it sounds a little dramatic because, like, I didn't play, but it's like. <laughs> Did, um, no, but you saw Dave Portnoy, right? I, no, I'm not, listen, I'm not Portnoy. I'm not, I'm not describing myself on oh. that level, but, like, Dave knows, like, Michigan, Michigan alters my mood on Saturday. Like, if they get blown out, like, I'm annoyed going into Sunday. Like, they. Oh, wow. They, if they play like shit and only win by a field goal, you complain. Yeah, well, the last couple of years, it's been if they play like shit. You know, the years prior to that, it was, you know, they would get blown out. Or going to double overtime with Rutgers and almost getting Jim Harbaugh fired. Uh, Isn't it crazy how, look at his climb. He was he was the Ryan Day effect. Well, you know, people complain about Ryan Day. And they're like, oh, yeah. you know, he sucks. And it's like he lost one game. That was Jim Harbaugh at one point. Well, think, you know, it's crazy to think about, but... Jim Harbaugh's saving moment is probably canceling that game against Ohio State COVID year. Because I'm telling you right now, I lose that game by 35. That That's not close. That Ohio game, State team was good. And that, you guys were that game is not – they were stratospheres better than us. Uh, it, it, and thank God that game got canceled because, one, they would have just kicked the living crap out of us. And, two, everything from that moment – had led up to about 11.04 on Monday night when the clock hit zero and Michigan was crowned national champions for the first time since, first outright since 1948. Uh, last one, obviously, since 97, but that was shared with Nebraska. So uh, the first undisputed national championship in almost 100 years. All um, right. Well, your math's a little up there, like a little. I'm years rounding too. up. Whatever. Um, nice, I'll say that's a nice jacket, by the way. I will acknowledge that is. Uh, thank you. When, 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 and where did you get that? Because that's like vintage. It's a Christmas present. I got it as a Christmas present. So it's, it's vintage. Um, I like the. You know, I like the vintage stuff. No, it so, looks good. But, I like that. Is that the, that's the old logo. Yeah, that's that's, the, yeah, that's a Wolverine. Yeah, they pop it out every once in a while on some apparel. It's nice. Um, but if you don't mind. I just want to praise this team for a minute. Go on. Uh, the last three years of college football have been nothing short of a, a roller. No, a good roller coaster. A roller coaster where you get happy for most of it, and then you know we had a couple we had a couple downs with the playoff losses and the loss to little brother. But uh, other than that, this team has provided a lot of joy and excitement to the millions of Michigan fans around the the country and world and um this was just the perfect storm of everything lined up together you got guys who stayed uh, i think your coach being an alumnus of the school and a former quarterback of michigan makes it even more special because you know how hard he worked to get them to where they are and it's just we talked about this off air it was it was the perfect storm of everything lining up to where it needed to be because I don't think I'm I don't think Michigan fans are going to see another Michigan team this close and this connected in their lifetimes probably cuz you rarely see any team this connected you know you have your head coach getting suspended for 6 games your head coach doesn't coach in two of the three biggest games of the season up to that point I know it can't comes back to the Big 10 and the playoff game but you know, it's just everything this team has done the last three years led up to that defining moment on Monday night. And, you know, it just – it puts a smile on my face knowing that this team did everything they could and the guys who are going out 
because either they have to or are declaring for the draft, they go out on top, and that's you can't really say what, that. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been spoiled the last couple of years with some, you know, Georgia and and Bama and Clemson yeah. teams that were full of just guys going to the league, but a lot of teams can't say like we went out on top, but and not you know yeah. all these guys are going to necessarily go out, you know, to the league. Yeah. Going to the league ain't I mean, easy. When you stop and think about it, Keegan could have left last year. Zinter could have left last year. You know, Corm could have left. Corm could have left. Did, uh, wait, did you see the? You saw the clip they reposted from when he preseason when he was on the bus with the boys and he talked yes, about and how he said, he's like he, I was gone. I was gone, and then you know I said oh, I can't leave. And honestly, I I don't know where his where he's going to fit into the NFL, but I will look at Blake Corm as one of the most productive and like just fun to watch running backs. In the last two decades, yeah. three decades. I mean, we're yeah. talking about also like a face of a team. You have to think. I like. I think of Barry Sanders like as the face of Oklahoma State back in his time. Like that's what Blake Corum was, especially the last two years. I mean, yeah. Blake Corum has what fifty five touchdowns in his career. I think fifty eight. Fifty. It's ridiculous. He broke the record. He broke the Michigan record. Which I remember. When it was a couple of games ago, I said, Ryan, he's got a chance to break the record. You know, he's got to have a bunch more. But, like, if they, you know, win outright and keep winning and, and get some extra games, like, he should be able to do it. Yeah. And it, I thought it was just uh, – I felt – I was happy for you. I said, you know, Ryan deserves this. I said this on the pod. If I, my team can't win, I want Ryan's team to win. Um, And our analysis of this game, I said the, the, the offensive defensive line – the the trenches will pl- be the reason yep. this game. Who wins this game? There was and, just there was just more talent all around on Michigan's D line and O line. When you think about it, you, the two that's guys what Michigan's were, also known for. Yeah, Michigan doesn't like like Wisconsin had the skill positions where it's like Michigan had the interior and and yeah. the it's it's almost you know some people are like oh like what wins what wins game also defense Michigan's defense showed up. They got Will, John- Will Johnson is him. Will Johnson is sick. Will Johnson is him, and I have said this. I told you when he came and he started as a true freshman. I don't know if you remember this. I said Will Johnson will be the next Jalen Ramsey, and honestly, he's played like it. He's Not even trying to sound college. He has been... played like Jalen Ramsey at Florida State, mm-hmm. and that's really who I can compare him to the best because that's who he fits because he's long as hell. And well, He's also but, physical. What, oh, stop it. Um, he's also physical as hell too. But I guess that's what you need to No, you have to. You're gonna be a, he's got this he's got the, the the again, he's a junior. Right? He's a true sophomore. He's a true so he's got another year? Yes. And on top of him getting another year, Kenneth Grant and Mason Graham also have another year. Because they're both true sophomores. So you have three true sophomores starting on de- – well, they'll be juniors next year, but you had three true sophomores starting on your defense this year where you, be, rotated, where you rotated nine guys. Who's – um? I know offensively I'm you're going to lose most of, most of your line. You're probably going to lose – I mean, I don't even know. Like, I, I know we, we assume J.J.'s gone, but I just also feel like J.J. could go back and try to do something that's, like, never been done. I mean, he has, was he there when they lost to Little Brother? Yeah, he, he was the re- he was the reason they lost. No, he was the reason they lost. So that's their only he fumbled. He fumbled the the option play against Michigan State. Oh, because he only has one regular he has season one loss as a, he has one loss as a starter in Michigan. Football. Did he start that game? No, that was, Cade was still there. Okay, and then he lost the game to TCU. His only year. his only loss as a starter is to TCU. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, and again, with this, with this draft and just it feeling so heavy with quarterbacks, it's almost like for someone that, you know, is kind of right now middle pack, I would consider him middle pack in the sense that he's not your top three, probably top four quarterbacks. And it's like, all right, you know, I've seen some mocks that he's in the first, I, I've seen, you know, he's mostly a, a late first round pick. It's like, you could go back and you're you know, the draft class of next year is going to be really good at the top. But after that, it dips off pretty hard. Well, this year, he'll be, he'll probably be QB three next year. 
I think. He's QB5 right now. Maybe, no, yeah. I, yeah, so. He's five, maybe. I mean, I, I think you can argue. No, it's, I would, no it's, I think it's Caleb, Drake, Michael, Bo, him. Oh, shit, Jaden. Jaden? So he's six right now. That's I was going to say, I was saying, like, like, he could go back, because he's a true junior, correct? He's not, a, he's, he's a true yeah. junior. He's a true he could go back. No. No, sorry. True yeah, junior. True junior. He could go sorry. back, and next year, it's like, you have, you know, people talk about Shadur and Quinn and Carson. But it's like I'm, all right. I'm not no. JJ's better than Shador. I'm, I'm just. Well, but that's my thing. Like 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 next year's class of quarterbacks who are going to be going to the league. It, it's it's they're good. But yeah. like if JJ suddenly was to sling the ball a little more, it's like he could hop all those guys. Those guys look, I looked at as better because they throw the ball a lot more than JJ. They do. Like JJ's yeah. not throw. If JJ threw the ball as much as Quinn, like I. Quinn has all this ability, but like I also watched Quinn make a lot of bad throws. Like, like, and like have a lot of games where he's throwing like yeah. under well, JJ, JJ makes a lot of bad throws too. I'm not I, JJ makes a lot of bad throws. He has no touch. That's his problem. JJ just throws fastballs. So he's got to learn. So like, yes. it's like to me, he's a he's not a necessarily like he would almost benefit from if he's going to go to the league this year, city or. Not yeah, starting but also our receivers aren't very good. So like, but that's the thing. So it's like stand of the year, get some more talent there. Now that you win a national championship, you're going to see, uh, you should see an uptick in, in guys wanting to go play. You would there. think, you would think, but no, guys still, you know, go to Bama, go to Georgia. Go no, to we don't know. We don't know about the Bama no more. That that's. Oh no, that, no, we're not going there yet. We're not going there. We're yet. not going there yet. But that's that's going to change. But let's um recap real quick our picks. I know we went one and one. Um. You cast yours pretty easily. Michigan minus four and a half, baby. Last W of the season. Last W, and uh, I, I took the over. It's funny because this game, this it wasn't over a bad from, play either. No, it was 50, 54 and a half, and it blew into fifty eight. And I told you, Ryan, I go if fifty eight was the number I was looking at when we get to last week's episode, I would have done the under, which would have yeah. made us two and zero. Because fifty eight is too high. It's you did not you expected Washington to score more than thirteen points. Too. I thought they were going to give me like. 2021, which would have put us at 54. Would, yeah. Well, actually, no, that would have hit because I, I didn't – I thought Michigan was going to win this game. I was pretty calm. I was actually very, more confident than you were that Michigan was going to win this game. Well, you I were was a little – you have to you understand. Were no, so, again, I thought Michigan – if Michigan's going to control the line of scrimmage, they're going to win this game. And I also told you, yeah. I said, if the over hits, Washington is going to win this game because if it's a shootout, it's not in Washington's favor. I mean, it's not in Michi- Michigan's favor. If the under hits, Michigan wins this game. So you you want to know a very odd stat about you know Michigan, you know Michigan won whatever. Yeah, but this you just told me earlier the Harbaugh thing. Yeah, that's it's weird, weird, man. That Jack, John, and Jim when Jack won his FCS national championship with Western Kentucky scored thirty four points. When the Ravens beat the Niners, John scored thirty four points. Michigan beats Washington, Jim scores thirty four points. You know, things like that. that's not. No, it's that, weird. It's weird. If that's what the, I go. I go. Are we just watching pre-planned things? Because like, I think so. Because like, come on now. The simulation ain't simulating. No, it, it's simulating a little too good. Yeah, but it's making it a little odd. Like things are getting a little fishy here. But um, congratulations, Ryan. Congratulations, Michigan. Well, uh, you know, it's sad, but we are officially going to sign off on college football this year. Two hundred and twenty-seven um, days. Until the start of next season. We will uh, sadly just have to move only to NFL going forward for the next couple weeks before we go into our off-season play. But But it's okay. It is an exciting time in the NFL. It's it's the most wonderful time of the year. Whoa, whoa, actually, before NFL, do we want to talk about the the first elephant in the room? I guess we should mention um, a man that some would call the greatest to ever do it. Um, and by some, I mean I would call him the greatest to ever do it. I, I, I agree um, with that too. I, Ryan at and least I were, for college, for college. I, at least. I, we were going over um, some 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 numbers yesterday. I was doing a little research. No, the um, and some of these numbers don't make sense. Um, a man who went eleven and one in SEC championship games, known as the hardest conference in football to win. A man who his first year, by the way, he only he went I think uh, two and six his first year. And then the next um, 16 he went years. He 2-6 at Bama his first year? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't have to say Bama yet. No one knew. Um, 
the the let's just say after his first year, he went two hundred and four and twenty three the rest of his career, which is a ninety percent winning percentage. This man only oh, yes. lost three games one time in his one time after two thousand and seven. So from two thousand eight until this year, he would either go undefeated or have one loss. He had two losses, I think, three times or four times, and then had three losses one time. Um, he won seven national championships, six of them at Alabama. Six of those, by the way, were in technically tw- a 12-year span from 2008 to 2020. I guess 13-year span, which meaning he won half of all national championships while also losing um, two national championships in that time. So he could have had really eight. Yeah. Um, it's a sad day in college football because the college football lost – the ultimate villain. There I don't be understand a... why, though, because like dude, the dude never did anything wrong. No, just say is. the name, Dave. Say the name. Say the name. We, oh, everyone it's, knows it's who no one. Uh, it's no. It's no other than Mr. Satan himself, oh, Nick Saban. No, no, that's why he's the ultimate villain, Ryan, because he all he did was win. And what happens is when you win at first, you get looked at as a hero, but when you continually win and no one else wins. The hero becomes the villain. It's it, it was at the time when the Chicago Bulls kept winning. You know, people look at it now in hindsight. It's Michael Jordan's, you know, the greatest. Yeah. It's in the moment. It went from being everyone loves the Bulls to everyone's like, all right, I'm sick and tired of the Bulls. Like I hate the Bulls. And that's what happened with Alabama. It was we're sick and tired of Alabama. I mean, number one team in the country. What did we say last week? Every year he'd been at Alabama, they had been number one at one point in this season since 2008, except for this past man. season. It's, like it's it's a it's it's a run that I don't I don't see how with the transfer portal now and everything I don't see how it's possible to see another run like this. I don't I don't think we will, and I uh, and um, I'm glad I'm I got to witness it. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. And I, I I'll also mention the forty nine first round draft picks he had, and, and forty four of those forty four of those being at Bama. Also, I'm going to end on this: Michigan killed the devil. You're welcome. Nick, you will be missed though because you were our childhood. There was no, there was nothing better than just watching Nick Saban in your teenage years in an on on an SEC C, uh, SEC on CBS. RIP to that too. God, everything is just no, gone. no. They show someone showed this year, you know, like the the death of the Pac twelve. The death. That's what Nick Nick Saban was so upset. Someone was they were so upset that the Pac twelve was ending. They said, "I can't coach in a in a in a, in a non Pac twelve universe." Oh God. Oh God, this season sucks with all the things that are ending. It's yeah, like, but it was a hell of a it was a hell of a college football season. Guess what? Whoever wrote the story, sure said, I'm gonna, "I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a job and a half." So Nick, I will say, um, Mr. Saban, thank you. Thank That's you all everything. you can say. Just, just, just say thank you to the man. So let's move on to our oinks, Ryan, because I know we had uh, yes. some really good games uh, in the NFL and in college. I'll let you go first. What were your oinks this week? So my three oinks of the week, uh, my first oink will go to Mr. Amon Ra, the sun god, St. Brown, 7 for I did not realize he had 1,500 yards. Holy shit, dude. That's a ridiculous season. Yes, yes. that's why this is kind of important. Uh, 7 for 144 as well as a 70-yard touchdown. I uh, put I don't know his exact yardage. Probably should have looked that up, but it did put him over fifteen hundred yards on season. Very impressive year. Uh, a guy who just keeps getting better and better in his very short career so far. My two wins goes to uh, another Michigan. Uh, well, the first Michigan man I'll speak about, Nico Collins, nine for one ninety five and a touchdown. Uh, I'm a first play touch, first play seventy five yard touchdown pass. Uh, that was sick. It was that was sick. It was also nice when you when you take him over seventy yards for the game that hits on the first play. I mean, did you see the joke that like it was the Bulls in the Crips and it was CJ Stroud and and Nico? Stop, dude. How they're, they're fixing the bond between Ohio State, and Michigan, and I go, it's honestly poetic. You know, I mean, State it quarterback is but to the Michigan wide receiver. I mean, nine for one ninety-five and a touchdown and basically a play. It was a playoff game. Um, it, it's just ridiculous. And uh, last. Oh, this is no shocker. The last oink, the the last the last college oink of the season goes to the man, the two men carrying the rock for Michigan, Donovan Edwards, the Don Blake Corum, 
27 carries, 238 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, if this is the last time the two of them – well, it's definitely going to be the last time the two of them definitely share a backfield. If it's the last time the both of them are in the backfield, because Donovan Edwards can also leave as well. Uh, I don't know if he will. Thank you, gentlemen. So what do you think? Do you think? I think he stays. Do you think he, he stays? He had a year, dude. It was just awful. From what people thought he was going to do, horrible. I mean, what horrible. Because last year he didn't he have, did he have a thousand yards last year. I think he did. Yeah. Like he had like a really good sophomore year. People like if he had a really yes. good this year, like he would be gone. Yes. But I know he did not play his best football this year. No, I mean, when you stop, he was the third running back in in the national championship game. Mullins came in before him, and Mullins is a converted linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. He was our third running back in the national championship game. He's also made back. history with being the first person to ever score a touchdown in his first two touches of a national championship. I can't mean, what do you have? What was his first two rounds? Uh, 41-46. He had two for 87, two touchdowns in his first two carries. It's crazy. Oh, no. Oh, oh, ew. I'm looking at his numbers. Okay, so last year, holy crap. As a so as a freshman, he had thirty five for one seventy four, three touchdowns. As yeah, he did. He was more of a he was more of a pass catcher as freshman. Yeah, yeah. He had two, twenty for two sixty five and a touchdown as a as a freshman. Last year, he had one forty carries, nine ninety one, yes. seven over seven yards a carry, and, and seven touchdowns. The, he was also he also was not the main back until the last two weeks of the season. And then he had two hundred eighteen for two hundred and two touchdowns. This year, he had one hundred nineteen carries, so twenty one less, but only four ninety seven on the ground. That's what I'm saying four four point two yards, five touchdowns, and then thirty catches for two fifty and no touchdowns. So yeah, I he's probably got to come back. Because, yeah. like, what are you getting drafted at that point? Like, what are you? You're probably not going until at least the fifth, maybe. Th- th- those numbers aren't, like, he's got good no, size it's, to it's, him. It's a, but, like, a, I look, I mean, again, I know it doesn't count, but, like, Blake Corum, too. My guy had, my guy had 1,463 yards last year and then 1,245 this year. 27 touchdowns this year is ridiculous. He had 18 last year. and yeah. he, had, he had 45 touchdowns the last two seasons. Yeah. I'm the same man. I'll be honest. I liked watching him play. He was fun. Because you know what? He's a bowling ball, dude. Mm-hmm. Literally just bounced off people. Like, not, not a can. Just, you you had, for a guy who's five foot eight, five foot nine, whatever he is, he was made like a brick shit house. Jeez, Literally okay. just could not so tackle. He's, he's about my height. And he's got 35 pounds of muscle on. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, again, I'm not very tall, but like, People, if you remember, they see me like you're you're built, you're stocky. I'm I'm hovering around 178, and he's 213, 215. Like Jesus. like, imagine if you just threw 30 more pounds of of muscle on me. It's like holy, like, he's probably a. I mean, you also probably don't run like a four four five forty. No, no, but I'm saying he's <laughs> a unit, dude. Oh yeah, no, yeah, but but I'm well, going to my oinks. Um, yeah, I was gonna I say to my boy, my boy Joy Mix. Joy Mixon, 14 carries, 111 yards, a touchdown on the ground, and then another touchdown receiving. Um, I know that their season was over, but Joy Mixon, just good at football. Uh, two ranks, Justin Jefferson. Love this because he went for 12 for 192 in a touchdown, and he he went over 1,000 yards for the year. Oh, yeah, he missed eight games. Where does Justin end up? Justin may have been, probably, is in that conversation with Tyreek and CeeDee Lamb for the most receiving yards in the league if he doesn't miss after you. Hot take, I think if Justin stays healthy the whole year, he hits 2,000. That's just me. I mean, we'll see. But probably, I would think he has a, he has a, definitely has, you know, the ability to have 100 yards a game, and oh, that alone puts you at 1,800, so he could definitely afford with 2,000. 17. Plus, plus, you know, he missed, um, you know, Kurt getting hurt. Doesn't help me either. Yeah, that doesn't help me either. And then, James Conner, when I talk about Blake Corm, James Conner, I felt, feel like is a very uh, good NFL comparison of Blake Corm because James Conner himself, if I'm not mistaken, is, is relatively a tiny guy, right? Don't think so. No, James Conner. James Conner is kind of a big boy. Uh, I thought he's like, nah, he's not that big. I mean, he's he's better than Blake. What's how tall is he? I thought he's like five ten. Uh, okay, he's a little taller. Blake's what five seven, so he's got five, three eight. inches on him. Yeah, but. He's 
two two thirty. But Connor, twenty seven carries, one hundred fifty yards, and a tud, and then another fifty four yards in the air. So a nice little two hundred yard all purpose game, uh, finishing the year strong for a game they should have won by the way in Seattle. Um, I'll tell you, Arizona impressed me this year. Even though they didn't win many games, they're the number two overall pick. My God, he's six one. Okay, well, <laughs> he don't look like it. He looks tiny like Blake. Uh, anyhow. Uh, that was an Arizona team. I will say I am impressed with because they didn't win many games. They're gonna get a top two pick, but like they were in every single game this year. They pissed a lot of people off. Gannon, 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 pretty good coach. I know we were. I mean, I Kyler, wasn't... Kyler saved his job. So Kyler saved who? Gannon's job? His, his own job? No, say his own because Gannon was gonna be safe. Oh, no Gannon was fine. It's his they first... knew. Yeah, they knew they were gonna be very good this year. And yeah, like no. they still, and again, even when they lost, it's like they were in every single game. Like, holy, like, like, wait a minute, yeah. they're they're like really close. Damn, they should, they beat they beat they beat the Cowboys and the Eagles. Yeah, no big and deal. Should have won half a dozen. Other, they really could have won. And also, were pretty competitive with the Niners for most of the game. Both when they games, played them. yeah. Then they should have beat Seattle by like fourteen. But what? they should they should have beat Seattle. They should have beat the Giants. Like, like this is a team that could have easily turned around and had. You know, eight nine wins. Yeah, and they hit well in the draft picks. But why? That means we have to we, we, let's recap quick, and then we have to talk about the elephants. Oh yeah, we got a couple elephants. So let's, re- let's recap. Uh, you go first. How did you uh, do last week? Went two and two. It's not a not a losing not a losing week, but a break even week. Uh, first play was Colts money line. Kind of very confident on this. Uh, C.J. Stroud, very good at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, also Gardner Mitchell decided to throw for like 140 yards. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, also, they, and guess what? John Taylor, John Taylor had 150 yards on the ground. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, say this: uh, you probably don't want your fourth string running back in on the play that decides the game because John drops Taylor probably catches that ball and gets a first down and. Uh, it's also it's not different. a very good. It's, it wasn't a very good throw by Gardner. It wasn't great, so, but it you got to catch it. You got to catch it, and if even if he does catch it, just roll forward. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it is what it is. CJ Stroud, you are good at the foosball. Uh, play number two, Patriots Jets. Un- this was probably the lock of the week. Under thirty and a half. I mean, this game. This game was was at like ten points total until like the last like two minutes. Yeah. And then Brees Hall breaks off, whatever, the 60-yarder. Uh, yeah, it's but like whatever. Under 30 and a half hits. You could have took it at under 29. It still would have hit. Now Saints versus Falcons. I took the Saints minus three. That hit as well. And Dave, what did I tell you? The Falcons were going to shoot themselves in the foot. And they did. Well, the guess Falcons what? Do. Guess what? The Saints, you, you, I don't even know if it's three of the last four games, Derek Carr's thrown for three touchdowns and no picks. The league's kind of lucky the Saints didn't get into the playoffs because the Saints were quietly playing fantastic football. No, nah, but Dennis Allen would have found a way to fuck it up because I don't think Dennis Allen's a good coach. I, yeah, also, but Dennis Allen's... I, no, I, real, real quick. Jameis Winston, you are no, a national so, treasure. No, You're I don't care. Treasure. He's the man. He's the man. You're that was so funny. Well, this is the idiot out. He says, screw it for scoring. <laughs> oh, my God. He's the, no, because you know what it is? This is how he's been since he was in college. Like, like, he doesn't care. No, it's not like he's like play, playing a character. It's like this is what he was doing at Florida State. Like you knew this when you drafted him. This nah, nah. and everyone talks about how much they love him as a teammate. Like he's the best teammate. Now, nah, my favorite Jameis moment is when he got suspended at Florida State, and then for, for stealing the crab bags. Yeah, and then he still put on the pads. Like he knew, <laughs> he knew he was suspended, and he still put on the pads and everything. And Jimbo had to stop him. And he going was out like, there. What? He was like, bro, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, you no, can't, I'm good. And I'm good. Like, no. You can't play. You're... No, my, like... no. My, my favorite, two of my favorite memories of Jameis is the W's. We're in the And then the greatest Jameis moment of all time is still when he tears his ACL. And then in the locker room post game, they're all playing music and going crazy. And he's on the crutches and doing this. I just tore his ACL like like thirty minutes ago. What is he doing? And he's oh my god! No, James Winston. Oh god, I don't care. No. He needs to stay in the NFL until like he 
he no longer can like I'm throw a football. Patriots. We'll take you at this point, bro. He's so funny, and like again, he's the definition of like fuck it, we ball. Him and Literally. Joe Flacco are the same person. Joe Flacco's the white version of Jameis Winston. Except no, Jameis is more fun. No, from the fuck it, we ball on the field. We oh, just yeah, throw it yeah, up. Yeah. James right, may throw 30, 30, top, 30 picks, but he's going to have to give you 30 touchdowns. Whatever. He's the only guy to do that in history, by the way. He just – oh, God. That made, that made my night just – oh, my God. I forgot he did the dance on the crutches, but nope. let, me, let me go over the fourth play. It was Bears plus three. Um, All right. Well, Jordan Love owns them, dude. Jordan Love also, by the way, Jordan Love fantastic first season. Yes. Overall year, it's like, damn, maybe he is good. Maybe the Packers just found the third quarterback for the – that's gonna last him another fifteen years. You know what? We'll uh, we'll ask Ryan when he comes back on again. Yeah, our, our mayor's guy. What he thinks about Jordan Love? Uh, probably coming on sooner rather than later. Yeah, we we'll talk with him. Hopefully, maybe next, next week or two. But those are my four plays, Dave. You want right. to hop into yours? Oh well, yeah. Um, I had a full sweep. I mean, so I got lucky. I mean, Buff- Buffalo minus ball. three wasn't a question. I don't want to play Buffalo right now. I'd be terrified about in, in the AFC. They're the hottest team right now. Does somebody on this podcast have a Buffalo Bills future bet in? Maybe. Um, is Buffalo undefeated since uh, Sean McDermott made a reference to a certain organization? No, 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 no. no. We're not bringing them. We're not doing that right now. We are not doing <laughs> I'm this. I'm just right. saying they're undefeated. So you're going to try to tell me that's the reason that they're playing good football? Also, Stefan Diggs um, showed the hell up in that, in, the, in that game when they needed him to. Yeah. I remember I kept saying he's going to show up like before the year ends. He's going to pop off, and then it's going to be like, oh, wow, they're really dangerous. Well, guess what? He showed out against Miami. Um, Bucks minus four and a half in a very ugly 9 nothing win. Take it all day. John there a touchdown. He got it in the first drive of the game. And last but not least, maybe my luckiest line ever, I got Dalton Schultz at 41 and a half yards. He ended the game at 42. He ballooned at game time to 48 and a half because I took it again, like like a second time. And I was like, ah, damn, I missed. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I got him at 41. He had him at 42. Holy shit. They didn't throw the ball to him anymore like, in the fourth quarter. You're like, ah. <laughs> but I'll take that. 4-0 sweep. Now, before we jump into our wild card, weekend. wild card weekend, Dave, we must discuss the elephant in the room. Pete Carroll? No. Oh. Um, Not that one. Why would that be an elephant? Mike Rabel? No! Not that one! Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about, like, like the guy who who's looked at as just a great being a great coach and and maybe one of the best masterminds to, to ever be on the sideline? Where are you going with this? Um, you know, Manu has had uh, literally future all pros all on his team. Um, Arthur Smith? I hate you. I hate you. Uh, why are you talking about this man? Don't bring his name up ever again. <laughs> ever again gets, on this podcast. He our, until He's he dead gets, to us. Until, Arthur Smith is dead to us. Until he gets our head coaching job. And, and then, thank you. Thank you for running it up on the Falcons, the Saints, because that, that's no, probably what Paul Him being so mad was so great because it's like, yo, fuck you, man. Yeah, You're a dickhead. Like, yeah, but like, now, now on a, on a serious note, um, Back to back days of just absolute um, heart wrenching, just destroying my childhood. I know I can say Wait, hold on. Actually, no, say who this is, and then I'll ask you if you saw the meme. Um, It's, you know, I I before mentioned Nick Satan and how um, I hated him but loved him. This man I loved, and it breaks my heart that we can't see him coach for us anymore because he will be coaching somewhere, and that is um, the greatest to ever do it. There's no if, ands, or buts. I don't want to hear anyone try to make excuses. Bill Belichick. This this hurts. This hurts. This a is lot. the greatest run. We we have witnessed the two greatest runs in college and pro football by two in, guys in who are very close friends. Literally. Oh, but the meme I was going to tell you was it's the two of them standing together, and it's uh, the the bubbles are like. Oh, you go on Wednesday. I'll go on Thursday. And Saban, uh, underneath like the the word bubble, Saban's like, "I'm going on Wednesday." So quit asking. Remember the the the, the halftime interview, right? When, when when she's like asking questions, he goes, "I'm done." Yeah, he's like, he's so like, quit asking. I'm done. So quit asking. Ugh. No, um, this hurts because it's the first time in 24 years 
that uh, the New England Patriots will be looking for a new head coach. And GM. And GM. Now, this is not a firing. This was a mutual agreement. Let's, let's establish that. It's not a firing. You can this actually, if you... I watched, I don't know if you saw any in the press conference. I didn't I, get to watch any, but they were. When biggest. I watched it, you could tell, like, they didn't want to do it, but they had to. Like, this was, this was the. It was time. Yeah. It was, it was time. It was time to move on. And and I heard from understanding that Bill was rather emotional for a man who's it never was. emotional. It, that was in... the most, that was the most emotion I've seen out of him in a very long time. And it hurt. It It hurt a little bit. It hurts because I wanted to see him get the record. Yeah, with us at least. With us, I think he's gonna get it still because I just too many coaching openings and too many teams. I mean, if he goes to if he goes to the Chargers, they win the West next season. I don't with that defense. He'll he'll break the record. He'll he'll break the record in in a year and a half. half. Yeah, at max, he may he may win twelve games, thirteen games next year with that roster. That's where he should go, and I don't think he will. I think he'll end up somewhere else. I don't know where. Um, I mean, if you Atlanta, in, they're saying Atlanta too. Atlanta the, wouldn't be a bad option. Get in Atlanta and get get Justin Fields down there. there well, I don't know. Out. I think I think Justin stays now that Eberflus isn't gone. I think Justin also needs to stay, and that's why we also have to have Ryan come back on because I need like I personally think that they don't. They just go get go get Marv. Take Marv number one overall. That's why I'm just, I'm I'm telling you I'm going to tell you right now, and this is completely a separate pick from what we're going to tell you. Take Marvin Harrison first overall. Take Marvin Harrison. Sense. He's plus fifteen hundred right now. Doesn't make sense. The Bears don't need to, like Justin Fields. Unless you trade, year. unless you trade back, no, unless you trade and get a haul. Well, and you could because you know Caleb Williams looked at as as the the greatest prospect Second ever. Jesus, yeah. No, great greatest prospect. They said, "Oh, compared to everyone else, he's the best ever." And I wanted to go. Well, that's crazy because like Andrew Luck didn't lose five games in a season. It's actually insane. Um, no, it's it's Bill Barr. When Bill was hired by New England, it was not necessarily loved by media and personnel. You know, he had had success prior. It wasn't like he he was you know never great. He you know brought the Browns to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. It's actually the last time the Browns made the playoffs. And one playoff game was when Bill Belichick was there. Um, oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know who coach. else was there too? Nick Saban. Yep. Nick Saban had coaching the Browns. Um, but what did he do? He brought six titles. He brought another three uh, games where they had chances to win. You know, all three of those games are technically a play away from being nine or no. Um, he's adored by his players, and I think that's today when you see all these guys talking about how you know I used to go. Richard Seymour put put it perfectly. Because Bill Belichick's good coach ever. It's not even a, it's not even a question. He was if anyone that has ever played for him and understood the game of football. You understand what he cares. He a lot like Saban would ream a guy out, but the guy is understood. Yep. You want to be better. I was watching guy. That was a big thing with Saban last night. I was watching a lot of clips of guys talking about on that play. Yeah, he was yelling at me, but it's because he cares because he wants me to be better, and that's what Bill did. And, you know, of course, you see Tom write the, the the nice piece about him. And you're like, fuck, it's over, man. It's now really over. The dynasty is officially over. And now you just hope that the next guy you bring in, if it's from within or if it's from potentially. I know, it's, it's looking like it's looking like Gerard right now. And I think if Gerard gets bumped up, then you bring Michael in as your D.C. Does uh, Steve stay? I think it depends. I think no. I think he'll probably go with his Although, dad. That makes he'll sense. Go with his dad. I think he goes with his dad. That makes sense. Um, Dave, I don't know if you know what's going on here, but uh, seems like breaking news: Florida State is in a whole bunch of shit right now. What? Florida State is about to get smacked across the face by the NCAA with. NIL scandals. Um, so, what do you, you mean, might, man? You might have a you might have a, you, have, you might have a Michigan problem on your hands here. It, it this does not look good. What are you now I gotta look it up. Who's your source? I'm on on three. Well, my friend 
uh, said Florida State's in hot water. And I said, what happened? And then another person said it. And I was like, what is going on? Apparently it happened with NIL. So, um, and, you know, with. Oh, stop. This is so genius. Somebody goes, hear me out. A Saving Belichick weekly podcast. Two old heads who don't give a damn about anyone thinks just talking down football, yeah. NFL and college. Wait, did you see the? Did you see someone's? I I forgot who it was, but somebody had a genius idea. They said, um, "Oh my god, what's the show? Face off? No, wife swap? No, 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 no. Um, oh my god, they said make it like kitchen nightmare, but have Saban go into a college football team for a week and fix them. That'd be good. It's a great idea." It's an insane idea. I'm just. And it would uh, work. Are you are you reading these these scandals? Did you read this by Adam Schefter? No. A couple hours ago. No. There's a mystery team that may go after Belichick, depend, and they haven't even fired their head coach. Do you know who that team is? They're playing on Sunday. Cowboys. That would make sense. Imagine that That's why team. people are saying McCarthy's coaching for his job. on McCarthy loses that game on Sunday. He's, he's oh, he's four, done. No, he's, he's four, done. That'd be three straight seasons of winning 12 games and losing. Can you imagine Bill Belichick with that Cowboys defense? I actually couldn't because that would be horrifying. And again, it looks like... Um, Again, I'm also scrolling through, and it's just it's just all extra patriots talking about Bill Patrick Patrick Chong. Also, um, love that that love that man. That man. Yo, that the, man is that man is innocent. He did nothing wrong. He was yeah. he was uh, in, uh, no, not inadvertently. He was uh, egregiously suspended for no reason. Done, that one yeah, season. no, Jamie Collins. Also, again, if Jamar Mayer is in fact bumped up to be the head coach, which I I don't love, don't hate. I have to think about it, to be honest, because I do I'd like rather him Rainbow. on the staff. I'd rather I'd rather Vrabel because he has experience, but also I think it's if if Mayo gets that coaching job, I think Vrabel's coming in to be the DC, and it's it's. You think you would take a demotion? A lot of the head coaches do when they lose their job. Yeah, but Vrabel didn't really lo- listen. Well, he did. Vrabel, Vrabel, no, yeah, but guess no, what? This he is should the thing not have too. been fired. No, that was that was actually. It's dumb. The dumbest move by and, far. And this do you see team. who the Titans want now? Or who are they? No. Um, did he come from Tennessee? Uh, yeah. He was their That's OC. No. Um, they requested. It's, well, time out. it's crazy that, we, that he came from, from Tennessee where they ran the football a lot. And then he has an all all world talent, Bijan Robinson, who doesn't get the ball. Run, run the ball. He doesn't run the football. Make but, that make sense. I hate him so much, man. The Titans requested to interview the OC for the Eagles, who run a dysfunctional offense right now. And that's who you're requesting to interview? Well, they did have a dysfunctional OC running the plays, who then got a job in Atlanta. So let's be honest here. They don't have the most. He was already in Tennessee. Well, yeah. And somebody else decided to be like, oh, let's give this guy a shot. Like, you see what's happening in Philly. They're a mess. Why would you want to hire yeah, somebody on that well, staff because, right now? Because, I don't know. Last year, those guys were good. That's why. Both yeah, because those, you both, had all-world talent at every position. No, but also those the, both those coordinators, one one was a game away from the playoffs with a backup quarterback, and the other one almost won you know, eight games with a backup quarterback. You had, you had three head coaches on that roster. Oh, on that coaching is, staff. Here's the thing. If people are talking about Sirianni's the guy. That's because Sir- I'm just gonna be honest. I don't think Sirianni's that good of a coach. I don't either. Where I did he come from? The Colts. <laughs> Sirianni came from the Colts. He's the OC for the Colts. How did? But like the Colts are never that good. They made... They made, no, they made the playoffs that one year when they ran like three QBs and uh-huh. finished like ten and six, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, this guy's a genius." And it was, I mean, he did run a good scheme in Indy that year. So, I mean, it was, it wasn't a bad hiring. It no. was, it I want to go back to talk about, I want to go back to talk about the GOAT. Um, obviously, 
Ryan and I are very big Patriot fans. We got to get at least one game a year. Uh, we've done this now three straight years. We're going to be doing it again this this coming year. I would also love to just say, Ryan, wherever he, Bill ends up, I would love to go see that game. Oh, yeah. Because Bill's also, the truth is, Bill, well, he wants to go coach somewhere else, and I think he will go coach somewhere else. How much longer does Bill have? Is Bill going to I be think Bill coaches him? until he gets the record, and he's like, I'm out. I, I think he's 72 years old, I, 71, 72. I don't see him going past 75. No. Well, what else does he have to do? The thing is, let's be honest, he's doing this because he wants the record. Because yeah, he has every other freaking, him. he has every other record there is. So it's like, what else? I just want to have the most wins. Yeah, I it's... So like, yeah. Nah, and I don't blame him. No, I'll keep, and you someone, can't and, blame the guy. And again, he also executed the perfect tank for us. He's yeah. He's setting us up it's funny, you kept saying, like, oh, he's going to set some failure. I didn't actually mean it. I was kind of No, joking. but he's he's setting us up to, like, with an, if you make, the, like, the right hire next, you have over $70 million in cap. You have the number three overall pick. You have a fantastic defense. The diff issues are offensively. And I can't, people, some people I know were talking, some Boston guys were saying, oh, well, O'Brien's not, you know, look how bad the offense was O'Brien. Look at last year with Patricia. No, 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 and I no, go, the offense, no. The offense worked with Bill O'Brien. It's just we didn't have the guys to execute it. it just... Also, the offense worked when you put Bailey Zappi back there. And we know Zappi's not the answer. We don't, Zappi has a lot of hindrances, but it's like the offense suddenly worked significantly better when Zappi got back there. You're like, wait a minute, maybe this is a pretty good offensive scheme. Yeah, like make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make sense that maybe this is actually a good offensive scheme. And if you had a real guy back there, this could be a very good offense because it quite literally. Zappy comes what? in, we're putting a Matt threw for what three forty and three touchdowns week one against the Eagles, and then fell apart. Well, Mac Jones was a part of the two. Was a part of the two biggest downfalls in our you know, the two biggest coaches. So we go see Stanos. He got rid of Saban and Belichick. He's also, Jamie Lannister. Someone made a point to uh, I, I sent it to you, and you brought up Mac Jones. But Dante Hightower was, I think, probably the only guy who's only ever played for Belichick or Saban. That's insane. About yeah, especially for their whole careers. Now I'm gonna put you on the spot here, real quick, and then after this question, we should probably talk about our wild card plays because we've been rambling a little bit. But good or good ramble. I mean, it's not even ramble. It's it's we're talking about major news, and we'll talk about Um, the other head coaches um in the notes in in a little bit. We'll just mention them because you know who's the greatest Patriots linebacker of all time. Uh... There's three names. In my well, opinion. I mean, Brewski's going to have to be in your top three. So they got I think Brewski's one. That's because I love Dante. I put Dante. I put Dante up there. I think it's for me. It's Brewski, Dante, Rabel. It's funny because Rabel didn't. How long did Rabel play with us? I don't care. He just scored touchdowns, and it was really fucking cool. Well, he scored <laughs> touchdowns. He was the first. That he was the. He walked with JJ. He walked with JJ Watt. For JJ Watt, yeah, could run. He was he scored you know he you know he has eleven catches in his career for eleven touchdowns. It's ridiculous. He's only better than Mike Evans in the red zone. He's the only guy. Mike Evans has like I said that Mike Evans has like like whatever his stat is within like the ten yard line, it's like forty five catches for forty two touchdowns. It's like Mike Rabel's the next best with with like percentages. I would definitely say Dante and Teddy. And then, see, like, you could say Willie McGinnis, too. I was going to say Willie. Willie McGinnis was a dog back in the day. Oh, I don't know. Jamie Collins was a freak for, like, three seasons. Jamie Collins was really good for a little bit. (laughs) Did Jalen Jones play linebacker for us? He was a DM slash linebacker. Jalen Jones, do you see him singing to Bill today? Yeah, no, he, bro, lock, lock him up and throw away the key. I don't care. I still love him. No, I love him too, but lock him up and throw away the key. That man should not be in humanity at this point. I don't know if you saw what Keon White said today too about Bill. I'm sorry, I, I, I would have loved to see Bill like be able to develop him more because Keon oh, White's going Bill to be molded. Uh, he like, could... like no, like Keon would be like a TJ Watt, Micah Parsons. Like that's a guy who's going to be up has the ability to be a top five defensive okay. end. So speaking of top five ability. Hot take time for me. Christian Baumer will be a first team All Pro defensive tackle next season. He there, should have been I'd this year. It. No, he well, should he be. He, Christian Christian Baumer 
finished the year better than any defensive tackle in football. Christian Barmer had more tackles and sacks than Aaron Donald. Christian Barmer is, is really good. Like, again, that's the only thing I'm sad about. Like, it's and we like, got him in the second. It's just sad because it's like, this is like, it's it's upsetting because you're like, Bill's gone and you knew it was offensive was holding the team back. Because yeah. def- defensively, this Defense team. Defense is ridiculous. Yeah. Defense is ridiculous. And that's why like, if you keep, if you go with Gerard Mayo as the head coach, or if you go with Mike Rabel as the head coach, who I think are the two biggest the Two guys, obvious answers, yeah. Those are both defensive guys. I expect that defense to still be extremely elite. Oh, it's, I think we have a top seven, eight defense again next season, without a it, doubt. It, we finished the year as the number one defense. Like the last like portion of the season, last like six yeah. games, we were or last eight games, we were the number one defense. Like Bill yeah. is doing it. Like I was like people are like, oh, Bill's not very good anymore. It's like, and our no. run defense was phenomenal, which usually run defense was was not, in the last six weeks of the year was, was the, the number run one run defense in the league. Yeah. And, and how many guys were out? Struggle. We you, we used to struggle with that. You always used to be locked down in the air. No, it's quite literally next year's defense. If you have the right guy there, which again you're going to have especially with against. with Gonzo back, with Judon back, Gonzo, um, Judon. I I do think you're going to Casey Jackson if he stays his head on straight. Um, I mean Marcus Jones. Oh my God! Yeah. Like no, like like this defense is going to be ridiculous. The list goes on and There's on. There's so many guys on entry level deals too on defense. It's really yeah. good. No, it's, and it's we arguably. I, th- there's a little bias here, but Jabril Peppers might be the best safety contract in the NFL. Yes, that's not bias. Jabril Peppers, and also, yeah, he wants to. He like mentions how much what, he signed what three for like eight million. Yeah, no, it does make sense. He'll get, and he deserves more money when his contract. Yes, it's kind of like, also. You just, I don't know if you saw Kendrick Bourne. It's already Maybe. making you know that he wants to stay. Good, and he should. I have him. I give, love give, that man. I give love his that money. Man. Guess what? You go get a wide receiver. Like you know, we get we draft one of these kids, and you got him, you got Pop, you got you got Bourne back. Like you suddenly have a formidable receiving core. Listen, Kendrick Bourne was our one, but he's a two. He's a really good two. Yes, but I'm saying when, when him and Pop yes had that little little layover before he got Bourne got Bourne got hurt, you were like, oh wow, these two could actually be a problem. Yes. These, these guys could be a problem. And you get, you will get us like a real number like another uh, wide receiver. You get us like a we'll be Keon, but you get like a. Okay, I think Troy, like a Troy Franklin type, you know, bigger body guy who can who can. A Dunze, like an Dunze guy. Dunze's not going to be around for us, man. If that would be, I would take a Dunze. Oh, you're saying you're saying, but okay. Well, I mean, who knows? We might take him to three. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Best case scenario is Mar falls to three. We take take Mar three. No, best case if Mar falls to three, we go ballistic. We take Marv and then you draft uh, quarterback. You don't pass. Mar- you don't pass up Marv. No. You find a guy to throw him the ball. It doesn't matter. No, no. Worst case, you have Zappy throw the ball because no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that again. No, we're we go sign. Kirk, we go sign Kirk Cousins, elite Kirk Cousins, or we trade for us. I also think. Well, that's the thing. It all depends. I, I think this draft is going to depend. I would on, also take Justin. I would take actually right now odds wise, we are the second favorite to land Justin. It it's. It, no, it's it, either it's a, you draft Jaden Daniels or you draft or you trade for Justin and pick Marv if he falls to three. Well, no, because if you're gonna trade, oh, you trade for Justin. I said they would you're buy not, Justin's not worth a the third overall pick. No, no. But if you suddenly had Justin there with some of our guys, and then you got Marv too for Justin, you tight reach, end the second. Reach on a guy like Zeke. Again, suddenly build that. Got also we gotta we gotta fix the line. The line was fix was the a line, big, and we we th- would need a tight end because um, Hunter and Mike are both gone. Well, their contracts are up. I think I think we resigned Hunter Henry just for a not decent to, deal, not to fourteen million dollars again. No, um, no, he has to take a pay cut. Yeah, I to. think he would. I think he likes. I think I think he he enjoys that the team wants him compared to like when he was at the yeah. Chargers and they kind of felt like he they didn't want him. Um, yeah. guys also that's the reason guys want to stay places when you're shown that you want to be somewhere i.e. Patriot fans love Bourne and Bourne like acknowledges that it's like I appreciate that I'm I'm wanted yeah but I mean why do you think Tom was so beloved because he did everything to help the Patriots and New England and the thing is someone made a point they go you know people go oh Tom Tom's the reason Bill has succeeded no. guess what if, no, no, if no, no, no. It, it was a mutual if yes. Bill didn't give Tom the chance, there is no Tom Brady. There's probably no Bill Belichick. But the thing is, Bill Belichick was also had was a good coach before before Tom. 
Yeah. And you say post not again, he went to, it was, he had the, the gap year with cam, which was like a fun, weird year. And then you, it you was had... cause cam was, cam was just mental sometimes to watch, but also like when cam's playing really good, like, that, fun. It, but like yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got a, a broken cam. We didn't get like yeah. the true cam Newton, but we are rambling for a little too long. So let's hop into our picks real quick just to go over what's your wild card, Ryan. We got four lovely picks each. Wild card weekend, first play for me. The prodigal son returns home and I think puts up a really good fight against the Lions, and it's Matthew Stafford. I think is going to sling it around Ford Field, uh, take his line at 275. Uh, Dave, what'd you say? His line was 274 and a half? 274 and a half. Because you were going to roast me, and I was like, why are you going to roast me? And then you were like, oh, his line's 274. Um, but I think 275 against a not very good lion secondary. I mean, Dax just threw for 374 yards. Yeah. Um, and you know the Should Rams also do, fireworks game. Sunday yeah, night. The, the Rams do like to run. A, 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 it's not going to be one of my picks, but I would definitely look into the over as long as it doesn't creep up a, a bunch of points. But uh, the Lions have a better run, one of the better run defenses in the NFL, I believe. Yeah, and, they don't have a great pass defense. No, they don't, but the Rams do like to run the ball. So if the Rams just need to throw, uh, I, I think Stafford's hitting this. this they, also have the guy, they also have the personnel. Cooper Cup and Pooker. Yeah. Pretty good yeah, football. The greatest, the greatest rookie wide receiver of all time. Most catches and yards. Yeah. Crazy. So, point number two, this play has bit me in the ass a couple of times, but it's Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown. You know, as Dave mentioned before, he kind of got cooking week 18. Uh, I I think Josh gets him in the end zone because it's been it's been a while and you know, if the Bills have any chance to make the Super Bowl, I think championship Let's let's talk about the AFC championship game. All right, yes, I won't get ahead of myself here. If they have any shot to make the AFC championship game, uh, he needs to find the end zone. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the Steelers secondary doesn't really have a guy who can cover him. Like Joey Porter Jr. can kind of he's the best Patrick one, but he's Peterson's, a rookie. Patrick Peterson's like one slip away from needing an AARP card. <laughs> um, like, and there's no TJ Watt. So like, what what is this? What is this Pittsburgh defense going to do? Realistically, so Here, I like here's our take. Who who's who's defense player of the year? Who should it be? Miles. TJ. Miles. TJ. Miles. Okay. Miles is the best player on the best defense in the NFL. TJ. Only only one of only two people that have 19 plus sacks multiple times in his career. Question for you. If JJ Watt replaced TJ, do you think the NFL would notice? <laughs> well, TJ's a little more leaned out than JJ. Yeah. But besides that, no. They're like, wow, JJ guy. They're like, wow, TJ got healthy really quick. He just rips off his helmet. It's JJ Watt. He's like, surprise. JJ Watt gets four sacks in the game, three force fumbles, and a, and a pick six. Like, would, all right. Like, what uh-huh. would happen if like the Steelers upset the Bills, and at the end of the game, <laughs> JJ Watt just ripped off his helmet with his <laughs> TJ Watt? No, because no, he never takes his during the game. He never takes the helmet off. The helmet's on yeah. the whole time. And you're like, hmm, that's weird. Why hasn't TJ taken his helmet off? It's like he's hiding that it's. And he's not. wearing like he's wearing like the shiesty underneath, where all you can see is his eyes. That would be and hilarious. Then, that and would then be somebody sick. like knocks his helmet off, and they're like, "Imposter!" <laughs> he's in a full ski mask, like the Kadarius Tony ski mask. Yeah. Oh my god! Or the Michael the Michael Penix ski mask on Monday night that didn't really work out too well. But no, yo, the, the... no, the Hunter Dickinson tweet sent me when he was like, "I could have told you that was a bad idea." Yeah. But point number three for me is going to be Browns Texans over forty four and a half. They played once this season. They did hit this number. I believe they got to forty eight. Um, but I do think, especially if Denzel Ward cannot play. Uh, he did. He did get hurt. I believe either today or yesterday in practice. If he cannot go, definitely, uh, definitely look at this line because I think Nico Collins would be in line to have a day. I think C.J. Stroud would also be in line to have a a big day. And it's I don't also, know. Brown's got a pretty good secondary, Ryan. No, I get that, but it's like 
Denzel Ward is their guy. Like Denzel Ward is the guy, is their number one. Like he's probably a top five corner in the league. And Nico Collins is as good as a year as he's having. Like if Denzel's on him, I think he can slow him down a little bit. But the thing with the Browns is like they've given up points this season. You know, I was looking at their schedule. They've given up, you know, twenty five or more, like five or six times. Uh they gave up forty to the Colts. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, I, I know it's probably a fluke, but like they do give up points and they score points to the Browns. Like you, especially with Joe Flacco. Especially with Joe, Joe, Joe Pa throwing the ball. Yeah. It's just like, I think both these quarterbacks are going to sling it. So definitely if there's a lot of air yards, definitely. I think the overs in play here and play number four for me is going to be Chris Godwin over 56 and a half. I think with slay on, uh, Mike Evans. Uh, he's slowed him down in the past. He has you've seen a couple games where Mike has had rough games against Slay, but with Godwin on Bradbury, I think it's going to be a very beneficial matchup for Godwin. Uh, My only can... note to say to you is that Mike Evans just had a shit game last week, and he normally doesn't have back-to-back shit games. Just saying. Well, you know what, Dave? You could have took Mike Evans, but maybe point number four for me is Chris Godwin over fifty-six and a half. All right, Dave, you want to hop into your? I'm taking Joe Poth, slinging it over 260, <laughs> 268 and a half yards. The guy's throwing for 300 yards every single game. Like, just, I'm riding it till he dies. His arm's going to fall off. Don't care. He just keeps slinging it. The sun god, no shocker. I'm taking him. Eight and a half yards. I know it's a little high, but Jared Goff's going to have to throw this football. I think this game's going to be fireworks like crazy. It's going to be the most emotional game of the playoffs. My God, the prodigal son. How do you feel about the home. Stafford jersey ban? Did you see that? Oh my God! Is yeah, that real? Cal- That's not real, is it? I don't know. I would be wearing it. I don't care. Matt Stafford did everything for that organization. Matt Stafford time. built. You know, he made the Lions what they are today. Realistically, he he put the building blocks. So I guess I can't wait for that game. Man, Sunday cannot come soon enough. Um, pick number three is going to be uh, two uh-huh. under one, 231 and a half. He's missed this in two or four games. Their game looks like it's going to be negative 30 degrees. Tua sucks in the cold. I just don't see him. He just threw for 173 yards versus the Bills at home in Miami on nine drives. The Chiefs also have a pretty good secondary. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs win this game because I just don't see how Miami wins a game if it's Miami's snowing. the worst cold weather team of all time, probably. It's too. not even. They, someone showed like, stats under 70 degrees, what two stats are. Not, not under freezing. Under 70 degrees are pretty bad. So, take the under. And last but not least, it's my favorite player in the league. It should be no shock. It's literally Daddy Lamb dancing on everyone's grave as he goes for over 100 again because he's the best receiver in football. I don't care if Dyle Alexander's there. Who, what is he going to do when Daddy Lamb takes it 78 yards of the house? You're getting really it. excited about CD. I, I don't know if I no, I told scared. you. I will, I will. No, I don't know if I should be scared or, like, excited. I love CD Lamb. Um, also, you're, I'm just going to be honest. You're freaking me out right now because you're talking in slow motion on my screen. Oh, well, I don't know what you're going to do. Um, quick, let's just run through these things. Um, yes. We already mentioned Saban's gone. Who's going to take the Bama job? Well, Ryan, if the news you just said is true. He gone. He's going to end up going to Bama, and I'm going to be depressed because who the hell is coming to Florida State? No one. Uh, no, not no one. It's a good, it's a great job, but no, it is. It is. Mike, Mike, literally, just like everything started to click the last two years, and it's like, yeah. damn. Um, I know you think Harbaugh's gone. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I think you want to keep him. I want to keep him, but it's just like, do you want to deal with the NCA and their bullshit anymore? Well, the NCAA no. is stupid. It's a biased group. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's just like he can go wherever the hell he wants. Sure. Um, the biggest transfer we've seen is this is a big. This is a really kids big. going to Ohio State. That's a great move for them. They Ohio reloaded. State. I will say that they reloaded, and it it, it annoys me. Abuka Abuka stayed right. Abuka stayed. Uh, Denzel Burke stayed. Um, Was Abuka? They talking about draft or just him transferring? No, he was going to go in the first round probably. Too hard so, this year. He stays. Um, I know. I just want to say the, the dream matchups this week in the NFL, dude. I mean, obviously, we've mentioned the Lions and Rams. The prodigal son returns home. You have the Browns and Texans. 
the the trade remember the trade you know deshaun watson to the Browns. oh my god yeah. which i ultimately led to maybe this texas team getting some picks that led to them having a revival season um you have the cowboys hosting the packers mccarthy's old team his super Bowl team coming home to play against mccarthy and his boys um you have uh the steelers and bills there's nothing that super enticing from that and then you have the chiefs and dolphins type kill going really- home Tyreek like, versus old team. Like this really and then you have the Bucks and in, in uh Eagles, a game that did not if I'm not mistaken, they played earlier this year, but they also played two years ago in the playoffs when Tom Brady beat a young Jalen Hurts and put yes. up like forty five on them and they yes. won for a blowout. Um we already mentioned some guys who were fired, Arthur Smith, the greatest coach in the league. Fuck him, he's the devil. Uh Ron Rivera, it was time. Uh Mike Rabel, the dumbest fire by far. Yes. Makes no sense. Ryan, why do you think why was he fired? You 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 made a comment. Uh, part of the reason why he was fired was because he never downplayed the rumors of him wanting to come back and coach in New England. That was they said a big piece of the puzzle when it came to firing him. We know obviously during the season we lost Frank Reich, Josh McDaniels, and Brandon Staley. So right now we have what six positions open technically. The Raiders are also are not open or shouldn't be open because they should be hiring Antonio Pierce. They'd be very dumb not to, but knowing them, we'll see. It's the Raiders. The Raiders are going to Raider. Right? They, they're the greatest interim head coaching of all time, but that's yes. about it. Um, that's all I have, Ryan. You want to give you a little piece? I really got nothing. Um, you know, I'll end on Michigan as your 2023-2024 national champions. Say one last time before um, people think I'm getting very annoying about it. So that's the last you'll hear of it. But sure, last time. I'll be good about it. Uh, just one little tidbit. Uh, Aaron gets the boot from the McAfee show because he called it to Jimmy his uh, due to his comments about Jimmy Kimmel and so you know, the whole Epstein Island thing. I also I also found it comical how. Um, I don't know if you saw the Jets press conference, but uh, or his Jets uh, exit press conference, I guess you can call it, uh, where he tells all of the media and reporters that the team just needs to focus on football and nothing else and mm-hmm. stay away from all these distractions. And then two days later, um, talks about how him and Mr. Jimmy Kimmel are basically in the middle of a potential legal battle because... Aaron decided he could say whatever he want he wanted and uh didn't think anything was gonna happen. So I just find that comical. It's just Aaron being Aaron, um, he's never gonna change. No. He's he's always gonna be the narcissistic jackass that he is. But so he's good at football. He's very good at that 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 doesn't change the fact that he's probably the most talented quarterback to ever play the position. Uh still makes him a jackass though. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Um, and again, I just want to say shout out Bill Belichick for yes. my childhood. And now I will. Um, we will be sad. I'll curl up on a ball and die. But on that note, folks, uh, a little happier ending. Uh, thank you so very much, as always, for listening. Season's almost over. We've got a few yeah, episodes man. left. We the get dog the days. great finale. The dog days are coming. Um, but I'm Dave. And I'm Ryan. And thank you so much for, as always, like, share, comment, you know, the works. And as always, oink, oink.